the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. John chapter 1, verses 1 through 4, clearly a reference to Jesus Christ. If there's any doubt, verse 14, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bare witness of him and cried, saying, This is he of whom I spoke. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. All right. Jesus is described as the Word. The Word. All right. 2 Timothy 3.16, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. If you know anything at all about Bible interpretation, the original languages, you already know that the word inspiration there literally is the breath of God. It's the same concept as when Adam was created from the dust of the earth. There he stood, a perfect human being. Everything about him was perfect, except for one thing. He didn't have life. And the Bible says that God breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and he became a living soul. This is exactly the same concept. All Scripture is the breath of God. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. 2 Peter 1.21 For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost, the Spirit, the breath of God. John 17, verse 17. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. The word of God And Jesus Christ are joined in such a way that they cannot be separated. 
He was the Word in flesh. The Bible is the Word in print. Now, if you believe in the biblical doctrine of inspiration, then you believe that every single word of the Bible, Old Testament and New Testament, was given by the breath of God, the Holy Spirit of God himself. You believe that it is a miraculous, supernatural, God-breathed book. Now, Jesus said, listen to this. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So Jesus says, I am the truth. John 17 says, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Now, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is that a contradiction? So what is truth? Jesus, who said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, or the word of God? That was declared to be the truth. No, there's no contradiction. They are one and the same. And this effort to divide Jesus from the Word and the Word from Jesus is straight out of Satan's playbook. Did God really say every word? Did he really mean that in the day you eat thereof, you shall die? You shall not surely die? That's not what God meant. God is too loving. How many times are you hearing that today? God is too loving. So we don't talk about hell. We don't talk about sin. We don't talk about judgment, condemnation. No, 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 no. We just talk about a loving God. That's why this pastor in Kansas takes, and instead of preaching sinners in the hands of an angry God, which is just as biblical today as when it was preached back in the 1700s, God is still angry with sin. Instead, sinners in the hands of a loving God. This is why I was so opposed to the shack when it came out. It perverted the entirety of the nature of God. This effort to separate Jesus from his word is out of the pits of hell, folks. But it is so subtle. And so many Christians will be beguiled by this. You know, you ought to read the Bible. That's really important. But you just need to fall in love with Jesus. You cannot put the Bible above Jesus. You put Jesus above the Bible. No, 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 no. They're equal in authority. We do not have the physical presence of Jesus in the world today, but we have his word that we can hold in our hands, and we can read and study, and we can hear the very voice of God when we read his word. 
In fact, the Bible says we have a more sure word of prophecy today than they even had back in the Old Testament. A more sure word of prophecy. The written word of God has more authority than the spoken word of God that was given to Moses, Elijah. The written word of God is more sure in authority than the audible voice of God in other places in history and other places in the Word of God. That's what the Bible says. We have a more sure word of prophecy. But see, if you can convince people to diminish the authority of Scripture and the supremacy of just loving Jesus— well, then maybe that's some of that stuff in the Bible you don't like, you don't have to pay any attention to. Some of that stuff that's called sin and evil, eh, maybe we don't really—I'm I, I'm just, I'm just going to love Jesus. Well, my friend, if you love Jesus, you will love his word. What did Jesus say? If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Where are the commandments? In the Word of God. How do you prove that you love Jesus? By dancing around on the stage in church? No, you prove that you love Jesus by keeping his commandments. Where do you find the commandments? In the Word of God. They cannot be separated. But if you can separate them, then you can do primarily what you want to do. You're not constrained by all that stuff in the Bible that you don't understand and you really don't like. Because I'm just going to love Jesus. Uh Let me repeat again. It is demonic. And it's as old as the Garden of Eden. The mainline Protestant denominations bought into this lie hook, line, and sinker 60, 70, 80 years ago. Now it's infiltrating the evangelical church. And it will destroy it as well. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Um, it's not often that I spend an entire hour on one topic, one subject. But as I said earlier, I think this is the most important issue facing America today. When I open the program every day, yeah, it's pre-recorded, but uh, when I open the program every day, I say something like the future of America does not depend on uh, the halls of Congress, the White House, or whatever, but the pews and the pulpits of America, and I, and I believe that. What comes from our pews 
and the pulpits of America will determine the future. That's why it is so disconcerting when we see the new report that came out just recently about how many pastors actually possess a biblical worldview. And it's very few. It is amazing. It is shocking. It is troubling. It is devastating to see how many pastors actually possess a real biblical worldview. Well, when we see this attack on the absolute authority and the inerrancy of Scripture, I guess it shouldn't be surprising. That's why this latest survey indicates that out of all pastors in America who call themselves Christian, only 37% have a biblical worldview. Non-denominational and independent, 57%. Now, that one shocks me. 57%. Evangelical Protestants, 51%. Charismatic Pentecostal pastors, 37%. Mainline Protestant, 32%. Now get this. Charismatic and Pentecostal pastors, 37%, have a biblical worldview. The mainline liberal uber-leftist Protestants, 32%. Holiness pastors, 28%. And here, I think this is one of the most heartbreaking. Traditionally black Protestant pastors, 9%. And bringing up the bottom in the basement, Roman Catholic priests, 6%. 6%. Now, in spite of the terrible problem that the Southern Baptist Convention is facing, and it is a crisis, and it is a scandal. But of Southern Baptist pastors, 78% have a biblical worldview. Let me repeat. There is nothing, nothing more important than the authority of Scripture. Well, Bob, shouldn't we fall in love with Jesus? Oh, my goodness, yes, yes. Oh, my goodness, yes, 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 yes. But where do we find every single thing we know about Jesus? In the Bible. Name me one other source for information about Jesus, who he is, where he came from. The Bible. There is no other source. So to diminish the authority of the Bible is to diminish what we know and believe about Jesus, because what we know and believe about Jesus is revealed completely, totally, entirely in the Bible. What do we know about heaven and hell? Everything we know is from the Bible. What do we know about God? Everything we know is in the Bible. What do we know about eternity? Everything we know is in the Bible. What do we know about creation and the origins of man? Everything we know 
is in the Bible. So this is such nonsense to say, well, the church doesn't exist because of the Bible. It exists because of Jesus. What has the church taught about Jesus through the centuries? What the Bible reveals. Our faith does not rest on 66 books authored by men. That is a quote from Andy Stanley. Um, who inspired those men? The Holy Spirit of God. Every single word was given to them by God himself. Let me just finish by saying this. I don't believe I've ever been characterized as a divisive force. I hope not. But my friend, my brother, my sister, you better be certain that your church is on the right side of this battle because it is heating up. Doesn't really matter whether you have contemporary worship or traditional worship, whether you have smoke and lights, whether you have an organ, a piano, or a keyboard. It doesn't make any difference whether you have a choir or a praise team or either or both or none. It doesn't matter whether your church is 3,000 or 30. What does your church believe about the authority of Scripture? Inspired, infallible, inerrant. You better make sure. You better make sure. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.